Hi, I'm McKenna, and welcome to Fight for the Family, a podcast where we acknowledge Satan and his attacks and use God-given principles and gospel-centered strategies to defend, protect, and strengthen our families. Let's get to work. Hello, friends. Today in the ring, we are talking about summer, (laughs) specifically summer schedules. Um, And I just want to say, before I forget, everything we talk about today does not just apply to summer, but also just your schedule all year round. (laughs) So keep that in mind as we chat today. Also, I apologize. My voice is a little extra exciting. Um, I caught a tiny cold and I yelled a lot over the weekend (laughs) at my uh, family's dance recital. So (laughs) my voice is a little extra today. But um, I'm super excited to be here with you today. Um, Some of you, your kids might already be out of school. Um, My son had his last day of preschool today. My daughter isn't out for two more weeks. Um, So whether you're kind of already in summer mode or you're getting ready for it, um, today I want to talk to you about our schedules. Um, One thing that's kind of cool about summer specifically, and this happens with lots of seasons, but I feel like summer it feels more, um, there's kind of this natural shift in schedules. Um, and especially for you who have children, right? Especially if they're at home and in school, there's this really natural shift in schedules because school is out (laughs) and the sun is up longer and it's warmer outside. And so even if you don't have kids, um, you're probably traveling more, You're probably um, trying to work less and you're maybe staying up later because it's summer, right? And everybody wants to have fun in the summer and do different things and relax and make memories and have fun, right? Um, So as I've been prepping for our schedule change um, for our summer, and I'm a big planner, so I already put up my calendar and wrote down our trips and have been brainstorming things that I want to make sure that we do, um, but I've been reflecting a lot on the concept that we all have this, like, uh, expectation of what summer, quote-unquote, should be versus um, what we actually want it to look like, <laughs> right? We all have this thing in our head where summer's supposed to look this way when that might not always line up with what we want for our summer, um, but as I've been thinking about this, I've, it came to my attention that that is one of the ways Satan can prey on us, right? He loves to hang us up on quote unquote shoulds in any area of our life, right? You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You shouldn't be doing this. Um, that puts us in a state of comparison with our peers, right? And it ultimately leads us down this path of never feeling satisfied, Never feeling enough, never feeling um, accomplished or worthy, right? It puts us in this terrible spin and we basically then self-sabotage ourselves because Satan plants these seeds of of doubt and inadequacy because we're not, quote-unquote, doing what we should, right? And I see this in summer. And I don't think I've ever looked at it that way before. Um Please don't let him do this to your summer schedule or other schedules, right? Let's not let him ruin our time, our precious, precious time 
with shoulds. Um, so first off, I want to talk about maybe what we feel summer quote unquote should be like. And for me, right, it's full of lessons and camps, which are not bad. I grew up going to swimming lessons and I did tennis camp and volleyball camp and um, girls camp and whatever, right? Like, but I feel like a lot of times we we try to cram all these lessons and camps into summer, partly probably because, right, parents still have to work. And so it's like, what do I do with my kids all summer when I can't be home? And that is a total valid like need, right? If you are working full time and you don't have someone to watch your kids because they're not at school, you kind of have to put them in things. For me, I'm home full time with my kids, so I don't have to put them in things. Um, but I feel like there's this social pressure of like, you have to put your kids or you in all of these extra things during the summer because school's out, right? Or that you feel like you have to do some workbook with your kids, right? Or, um, you have to have them read a certain amount of books or, right, there's all these shoulds around summer. And even as an adult, right, you feel like you should travel more. You feel like you should hang out with your friends more and be more social. Um, and that's great if that lines up with with you, right, and your schedule and what fills you up and what serves your family but that's not always what serves us best, right? And I'm in this spot in life. God's really taken me this year and been teaching me to slow down and to take things away from our lives so that other things can come in that are actually more important. Like just spending time as a family and being still and being outside and being present with my kids more than I have been and making them the focus, right? And so filling our schedules isn't necessarily the right answer for everybody, right? And so things that your summer could be, right? You want to slow down. It's okay to slow down. You maybe want to take a few family trips, maybe do one class, but you might just want to be home more and and have the opportunity to be spontaneous with, oh, I want to go do this today. Let's do it. Or the weather's really nice. Let's go to the beach. Or Hey, there's this thing going on downtown that I didn't know about until today. Let's go check it out, right? Or maybe your kids just want to sleep for a while, <laughs> right? I know my daughter's so tired. She just wants to sleep in. So I'm excited to give her the opportunity to just sleep in and take days slow. Um, And so you get to decide what your summer looks like and what your schedule looks like. For my, like, it doesn't matter what everybody else's looks like. So um, on this topic, I just wanted to give you a few tips on how to create a schedule that is life-giving and fits you and your family, where you're at in life, your needs, your priorities, um, and that fills you up, and to not fall prey to these quote-unquote shoulds in your schedule, whether it's for summer or a different time of year. Um, So the very first one, I've got five tips. The first one is to decide what you value most and schedule that first. So, um, like, if you like being outside, schedule outside time. (laughs) If you want to learn something new and take a class as a family or your kids, schedule that first, right? If you want to cook more this summer and have your kids help you because you have the time to do that now, like schedule that first. If it's really important for you to travel certain places, schedule that first, right? If you do not schedule the most important things first, they will not happen. 
if you just want to like read more this summer or work on establishing a morning routine for yourself, whatever it is, right? Decide what is most important to you. <coughs> Sorry. And schedule that first. If you do not schedule it first, it will not happen. Um, the second one is to ask for input from your family members. What do they want to do? <laughs> um, I really like the account Simply on Purpose um, on Instagram. And she talked about this with your summer schedules too. Like she used to have every all her kids do workbooks, which I grew up doing workbooks and it was fine. But um, her kids like hated it. And so she made a shift where she asked them, what do you want to learn this summer? And they focused on that. And then it became so much more enjoyable because she was focusing on what her kids wanted to learn instead of just shoving a pre-made workbook in their face, right? So ask, I asked my kids this and my daughter really wants to be, she says that she wants to be a doctor for people and animals. And so this summer I'm planning on helping her learn all about animals and their anatomy and their habitats and whatever, right? Like we're going to dive into animals because that's what she wants to learn about. And that's amazing. We're still going to read a ton because we just read anyway, but like ask them what they want to do. What do they want to learn? How do they want to spend their time? Especially if your kids have been in school all year, they're probably a little burnt out and they want to do something maybe that's really different. You can still help your kids stay active and engaged and learn over the summer in a different way that fills them up. If they want to go somewhere or if they want to experience something they don't normally get to do, ask for their input and make sure that you schedule those things in too so that all of your family gets an input on what your summer looks like and it's not just you deciding for everybody. That will keep everybody more engaged. That will make it easier, more fun and enjoyable for everybody. Um, number three, it's okay to be bored and please create white space. Um, if you're not familiar with that term, white space is time where there is nothing. <laughs> time to sit. Time to think. Time to be with your own thoughts. Time to listen to the spirit. Time... Well, it's like a blank page, right? Time, time to create time that is not planned or structured. <coughs> it's okay to let our kids get bored. It's okay for you to get bored. It's not always super fun, but it's actually really important, especially in our kids with their development and letting their creativity blossom is to get bored. And um, this is something I've been letting my kids do more lately. Um, especially we've been in the car a lot on some little road trips lately and um, we let them watch a movie. They bring stuff to do, but there has been a couple times like, I'm just so bored. Can we please watch another movie? And I'm like, no, it's okay to be bored for a second. Look out the window. Maybe we can play a game together. Just sit there and think and be with yourself for a second. Right. And our world doesn't really give that to us. <laughs> right. Being bored in white space is something that we very intentionally have to add to our lives. <clears throat> because our world is so loud and busy and there's always something, right? Don't schedule every minute of your summer. Don't schedule every second of your kid's summer. Let them be bored. Let them have weeks where it's like they just have to go play outside because there's nothing to do and they will love it. It might hurt for a second, but white space and being bored is so important. So remember that that's okay and that's actually really vital to your child's development and to their joy and to helping them learn to be patient and to wait for things and to 
get creative and to use those muscles that they maybe don't get to use very often. Um, it also just helps me, like, I learn so much more when I'm quiet, right? I get to hear the spirit more. I hear God speak to me more. I have ideas come to me. God speaks to me through ideas. <laughs> He'll just, like, put an idea in my head and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so good. So, we can't do that if we've always got something in our ear or we're watching something or we're going to a class or we're busy, busy, busy. And that happens for our kids too, right? They can't feel the spirit if they're always busy or if they're always being talked to or taught to or listening to something, right? We need time to give space to the things that are quiet that are trying to, to reach us. And number four is to identify what fills you up the most and what connects your family best. So where do you find the most joy and the most contentment? For me, it's being outside, hands down, um, and, like, experiencing new things with my family. So whether that's just, like, exploring a new park or going to a new place or <coughs> trying a new food or going on a hike or just going on a walk around our neighborhood, honestly. Um, or, like, I sat outside while my kids and my husband pulled weeds yesterday, and it was so happy. <laughs> And it's so simple, but that's what fills me up is being outside together as a family. Um, and my family connects really well when we read together. So prioritizing reading is really important for us. Um, my kids like to play games. They like when we play with them, right? Um, and we also connect really well outside when we're being outside together because we end up talking more and having these really cool conversations that wouldn't come up normally so identify what that is for you. That might be different than what it is for me, right? It might be cooking or reading or service or spending time with specific people that you don't get to see very often or whatever. But identify what actually fills you up and fill your time with those things, right? And the last one is just don't compare your summer schedule to everybody else's. Um Comparison really is a thief of joy, and I feel like comparison comes up in a lot of these topics that we talk about here on the podcast. That's because it's one of Satan's greatest tools, right? If we, if he can pit us against each other and and zap any joy that we have by making us compare to other people, he's got us, right? Um, God made us literally to have joy. And when he takes that away from us, he's happy. And comparison is one of the ways he does that. <coughs> I also think just including your family and owning their own schedule is huge too. And I think we'll set up our, our kids for a, a much healthier adulthood <laughs> if we help them realize and learn how to schedule themselves and, and to prioritize what they want and what they want to learn and what fills them up instead of just doing these things everybody else wants them to do. Um, but don't let Satan take away your precious time by making you think you should do certain things. Figure out what you want your summer to look like. Put those things in first. Leave white space and time for spontaneity and quiet and to fill the spirit. And really give time to the things that fill you and your family up and connect you. Because honestly, that to me is the magic of summer. Um, just really creating that time to be together and to do things differently and to slow down and to, to form those deep connections and those memories. Um, but we can't do that if we're trying to be like everybody else. Um, schedule your summer to serve you and it will be the best summer ever. 
Well, friends, I can't thank you enough for taking a few moments to spend in the ring with me today. If you found this podcast helpful, I would so appreciate if you reviewed it, shared it with some friends, took a picture and tagged me on your stories. I really believe that every family is worth fighting for. And so if you would help me spread the word, that would be so appreciated. Um, Hope you have a wonderful day. See you next week. And remember that your family is worth fighting for.